Welcome to Accounting High. Greetings, Accounting High. It's me, Miss Smiles, your friendly front office lady, bringing you your morning announcements. Welcome to your weekly installment of Accounting High Times. Stay tuned for more great content from Accounting High. And as always, thank you for joining us. Sit back, relax, and open your mind, because it's time for Accounting High Times. I repeat, may I have your attention, please? This is another public service announcement brought to you in part by Accounting High. The views and events expressed here are of the next generation of accounting and tech professionals leading this space. The events and suggestions are not to be taken lightly. Children should not partake in the listening of this podcast. Anything else? Yeah. So without further ado, introducing the star of our show, Scotty and Byron. We're going to have a problem here. We're coming to you live from the Varsity Tips Center. This is a pre-recording of the Final Four results show. For the ABC tournament, we've got Byron Patrick and myself here today. What's up, homie? How much, brother? You ready for this? We're a little, uh, huh? yeah, we're a little behind on what our usual routine. There were some people that were looking for the Sunday live show oh, yeah. on Easter, mm-hmm. and... I had canceled that, but I never really announced that we canceled it. And then I took a couple of days off of doing this. And now we're on Tuesday talking about the results of the final four. That's it. That's it. Highly anticipated. I, I, I received uh, an email uh, overnight. Somebody like going to the site, looking to vote for the championships. They're like, they're the, uh, the, the excitement and enthusiasm to, uh, to vote is out there. So on December 20th, I think it was maybe 10th December when, no, it was 20th. When we came up with this idea, (laughs) did you ever imagine that the final four would have turned out like this? Like all the teams in the final four, all four of them. No, no. I, I, I think, you know, there were some clear um, incumbents that, the the nominations did i mean some of the nominations surprised me but others were what i anticipated um and then you know i kind of expected the brackets to kind of follow the you know um the the enthusiasm and the nominations but no the, the this was the teams that played so yeah. so i i probably might have said Gusto. Like Gusto was uh, was a favorite, a darling from the beginning, but they were, ended up being a five seed. So as a five seed, I wouldn't have thought they made it to the final four. I mean, maybe. But Uncat, wildest dreams. W- couldn't have scripted that as the underdog Uncat with also a name that sounds like a mascot. It's just perfect. Well, and, you know, I... I... I, I the one thing that did play out the way I expected it to was the teams or or the brands or vendors or who, whoever it may be that went really grassroots and promoted and pushed. Um, you know, I I think 
there was clear, obvious evidence of those who really were invested in, um, you know, continuing through the brackets. And talk about grassroots with, and just keeping it like a close race between Lozanis and Stats. Like, first, both of them making it was triumphant. Like, to to have passed Cloud and Earmark because those were sort of the favorites going into it for the final four. Yep. I would have never ruled the two of them out, but it was tenacious the way that they attacked it when it was time and when they needed to in the elite eight. And then the final four, yep. the way they both came at it all week leading up to Sunday. So for anybody that wasn't paying attention, it was the, the score itself throughout the whole week was so close. I, I didn't for I don't know how that match possible for it to be that close consistently. Consistently within a couple of votes almost the whole time. I think the halftime score Future Firm was up a little bit at halftime when I posted the halftime score and then stats pulled ahead and then it became a tie again and then Future Firm went up again and then it was a tie again and then when I went to bed on Friday it was a tie. I, yeah, and it, and was it tied. had been literally that most of Friday, they were like tie, tie, tie. They were like 14 ties on Friday. 14 ties. Right. And they and I, I want to get into their matchup and what happened during the week, but let's, I guess let's um, reveal the Gusto and Uncat matchup. So Gusto going up against Uncat. We all know Gusto didn't necessarily promote this that much. You know, they will would talk about it some, but not really. He didn't even make a, a post de dedicated to it. And Gusto's just like, you know, they. I guess maybe they're too big for us they, at this they, point. They had their, too big to be talking uh, about their, their this. Their Gusto piggy bracket challenge going. So they, that's they right. They did their own bracket challenge. They bracket. maybe didn't want to pay attention to this one. So we've got the results displayed of the Gusto uncat matchup, and Gusto was up all week. So what I was saying was they didn't really promote it and up by at least 20, 25, sometimes 30 mm. all week. But we knew. <laughs> Don't count on cat out ever. Yep. Because going into Saturday, every time never fails. They're down and then whew, 100 votes over the weekend sometimes. This time it might not have been 100. They might have got like 70, 60 but they were down big on Friday. It was not tied. Yeah. This score was not tied, and they ended up winning 251 to 176. Yep. That's lower than Uncat's normal, which means that the boats they were bringing in that weren't just brought in by other people voting was probably less than a good 300. We said they were good for like 300. Right. Yep. Um, they had been for, for every round. But also one thing to note is it wasn't like they were pulling in new accounts and new people because our student number didn't go up, you noticed. Yep. Yep. We were at about 1,900 students, mm -hmm. give or take, that night and then woke up and Uncat was blowing Gusto out of the water, but it wasn't new students, just people going in and voting. That's it. So I'm also wondering who's voting in the middle of the night or who's going in there <laughs> and voting and waiting until last minute Friday to vote after I went to bed. I, I but, you know, I think there's some strategy from the Uncat Army. Like they, they just the Uncat Army 
sit back and and you know let it play out and just just hold it it's like uh for any uh horse race uh enthusiast american pharaoh waiting to that final turn to, to you know kick it into high gear <sighs> they kicked it into high gear and they definitely kicked it out of the park uncat is going to the championship peace out gusto it was nice to see you um cinderella I, story continues i couldn't be happier more happy for gusto but also uncat is the is the they made it out of the application bracket yeah clearly they have a lot of support a lot of fans i love the branding it's like a cool mint color it's like a mint um minty green um the i will forever see a, a sideways question mark now so who is gonna who is gonna win we don't know uncats in the championship let's move on to the other matchup so let's talk about this one a little bit more first that we're gonna reveal we got a treat the week of the final four like we were we were all entertained Pure by this matchup. Lazanis went into this promoting pretty much the whole way through when he got back from Indonesia. Yep. Before Indonesia, like that's why he was such a low seed because he didn't even have time to promote anything. He was leaving town right before we started this whole thing, right when we launched the nominations and he was gone for the better part of a full month. Um, and he came in late, but... He won the first round on his own, like or without too much promotion. And then once he got into it, he started promoting hard, sending LinkedIn messages, tweets, probably put in his email, and he just continued to talk about it. Yep. And he came he came in strong. First first and foremost, he beat Earmark, came in strong against Stats. Stats was also quiet up until halfway through the elite eight, but then didn't stop there. Like I also thought maybe he would just stop there. Maybe he would go up against Lizanas and kind of kick back or didn't expect to make it. And so he kept suggesting that he was going to leak something. And he, he sent a, um, a tweet of an image and he says, the people are not ready for the truth. And that was, was it Monday? I, yeah, I, it was early in the week early in the week. And it was a picture of a robot that kind of looked like Lozanis. Right now, if you saw that picture, the other image in the picture kind of looked like stats and it also was a robot. Did you catch that? I didn't catch that. I'm going to have to go back and look at that. I so it that. was two robots in one picture. Ooh. And during Logan's episode, we both postulated that stats might be synthetic AI where he's like a Cylon running around maybe both of them are maybe maybe the robots went against the applications and maybe maybe we're just you know maybe we're just all pawns in their game so maybe that was another hint but i won't go too deep in that because quickly i realized that it was definitely intended to be just lazanus there and we got a little bit more on this so that was a teaser and then Stats kept saying, I've got the dossier. And when he said that to me in a text, I didn't know what dossier meant. So I looked it up and it looked like a women's perfume. <laughs> um, so that's what I thought he was talking about. 
and then I realized, okay, no, that's also like a, um, it's sort of like a document um, that would be revealed. Right. That's what he was talking about. Sure. And he was threatening the Lazanus papers. What did you think was happening with this? Oh man, I like, I, I didn't even know. I, I, I knew it would be entertaining, um, you know, but I, in, in true, you know, stats form, he just went in a lane that I couldn't have imagined in my wildest Unpredictable. <laughs> and, oh God, did I love it. So I took the kids to see the Mario movie on oh, Thursday nice, night. Nice. And when I got back from the movie, I saw a text with that tweet. And then I went into the tweet and I'm serious. I didn't laugh that hard during the movie and it was a good movie. It was a really good movie, but the amount of laughter from that thread of the Lazanus papers, I hadn't laughed that hard for any tweet or any kind of social media message maybe in my life. Like this was this was hilarious. This was like it started with a picture of a house volcano kind of <laughs> which was just ridiculous. Um, maybe we should open up the tweet. Maybe we should just uh, like I'll I'll yeah, share that well, screen. And while you're pulling that up, I mean, I honestly I had seen the tweet, but you know how Twitter just shows weird bits and pieces. So I only saw the picture of the box of sponges, and frankly, I just kept scrolling. Like I didn't even I I was like, this is. I it, it didn't even grab my attention, and you sent me a link to the tweet. And that's when I went through it the next morning. So that's interesting. So when, when threads get published, sometimes you might see the more popular part of the thread. And the sponge one must have been the popular one because people were commenting on that. So when I saw it, I just saw the beginning. So it was like a story. And he said, I feel it's in the public's best interest that I release this information. So without further ado, the Lozanis files. I thought it was Lozanis papers. The Lozanis files. Two weeks ago, I got a package from Ryan with an odd with an odd return address, four fifteen Hollowed Out Volcano Lane. Now, in my mind, I think also four fifteen is like code for something else, <laughs> or I see like Hollowed Out Volcano Lane, so I see H O V, and I'm looking at like abbreviations because I know that stats could probably go deeper than anybody else anticipated and getting cryptic with it. So I'm looking for clues and and stuff in the, from the beginning. I'm looking at all the details. And then he opens it up and he says, my initial reaction was, that's weirdly, weirdly, disasterly, that's a weirdly, disasterly street address, but I thought nothing more of it. Ryan's into MLMs and sent a package of these sponges. They seem like normal sponges to me, but he insists they're better. Either way, the volcano thing stuck with me, which is, which is so great about this was the sponges and the MLM have nothing to do with anything, but he added that detail in there added the detail in there purposefully just as like a um just as more comedy for this like this was the reason he got the package so he had to have a good reason to get a package from ryan so why not that ryan's in the mlm sending sending sponges (laughs) what the sponges do i don't know so he looked up in his street view that's the pic at the beginning of the thread which was the picture of the volcano house and there was google my business profile at the address Kano Ventures which another thing that he probably just made this up with some googling I found their site suspiciousvolcanoventures.net another probably real site or he made it up 
then we get a picture from i think this was qb connect i'm not sure and and, and he, so we've got ryan and stats at a table and everybody else's faces are sort of blurred out but then you see a little image chad davis but he's still blurred out <laughs> he's still blurred out but it's in there um this might have been during ZeroCon. i think i remember when they were all going to eat and he says again seems weirdly ominous but ryan and i are mates here we are hanging out at a conference i have a lot of respect for him and we've always got on well but something about that night had stuck with me something that just seemed off and when you look at the picture there's something you don't notice on the first picture but then he points it out on the second one there's a little ex- green extension cord coming out of Ryan's chair. You'll notice the green thing on the ground here. It's actually an extension cord. That night when we left ZeroCon rap party, we went to dinner. During the whole walk, Ryan kept asking how much further it was and saying he was tired and muttering about his batteries. That night, he had a heavy-duty 30-foot-long extension cord hanging from his belt loop. When we got to the restaurant, he had a terse conversation with the waiter, something about Canadian power outlets. And he told us he had to charge his phone. And that was the end of it. Another, like, too much detail for this story, but perfect because it's the Lozanis papers, right? Like, all the detail going into that. Oh, yeah. And then he pulls a clip that Ryan has from Future Firm Accelerate. And, and you basically just see two cuts in the picture. And I didn't really think anything of it. You know, I saw that and he says, did you see it right before the crop in? And then the next tweet in the thread shows a close-up and a slow-mo of the crop in and it's a hand with an extension cord. When I saw this in the thread, (laughs) I just died. And, And it keeps going though. So then here's where it gets wild. I've talked a bit about new AI technology outpainting. And this is where it gets educational. So it lets you take an image and AI paints outside the boundaries of the image to see what's just out of shot. Well, you'll never believe what's just out of frame in this shot. And then we get a picture of Lizana's wearing, I don't, I don't know what this is, but it looks like robot feet and a volcano in the background and a set with lighting and everything. And he, and, he, and it, clearly shows like the thing being plugged in and then the next one what does this all mean it's hard to say but things we know for sure one (laughs) i love this too because this is definitely like like documentary and papers here's the things we know for sure and then the ominous music plays ryan has to be plugged into a canadian wall outlet two runs a shell corporation called volcano ventures three and lives in a hollowed out volcano Ryan's waiting on me to get back to him about whether he can run Spongeway Party at my house. <laughs> but it's safe to say that the release of the Xanus papers, I'm going into hiding effective immediately until we know what we're dealing with here. And then he showed a text. And everybody pointed out the text because they said, Ryan has an Android. But he doesn't. He's an iPhone. <laughs> so this must have been from Ryan's burner phone. Um but that's what everybody was pointing out. That was like what they noticed. And then, and then he put the image of the matchup. In the meantime, we're going up against Ryan and his excellent community owners, Future Firm Accelerate. 
in the accounting high bracket challenge internet popularity i love how he called it the internet popularity contest because now that's what it is <laughs> that's that's what we're doing now is the internet popularity contest Amazing. needless to say a vote for me is a vote for truth <laughs> i love it i love it so i don't know did this i think that thread impacted my vote personally and it was close but i had originally voted for Lozanis, planned on voting for Lozanis. Like I just, I, I was cheering for him because he's, he's so like methodical and he's so like on point and everything he does is so like, I don't know. I don't know what the word is, but then I, I realized during this matchup that both of them are in their own ways. They both have very good habits. They're both ded- very dedicated to what they do. And they're both building, building very successful communities and just building themselves up as, as people to look to as guides in the profession yep um so then when it was tied in real life i also my vote was split and then all ryan was doing all week this is the one complaint i had was all he was doing was pointing the finger at stats and saying what stats was doing he didn't highlight what he so the two of them too what i loved about this was it was a fun like banter, like they were both pointing the finger at each other. Stats did the Lozanis files. Yep. Lozanis was saying, don't listen to what Stats says. And they kept focusing on each other and not the, the, um, you know how candidates do this? I don't, I forgot sure. what it's called, but there's a, there's a term for this where candidates just, just talk about each other and they don't talk about their platform yep. or don't talk about why you should vote for them. You just talk about why you shouldn't vote for their opponent. Mm-hmm. So that was my critique during, they both talked about their opponent. They didn't talk about themselves and why you should vote for them. Um, but because they both did it, and then stats just obviously put a ton of effort into this yep. Lozanis files, he had to get my vote. And I, I did think my vote definitely mattered, but I also <laughs> woke up Except. on Saturday. Except. I woke up on Saturday, and not only was Uncat blowing him out, blowing Gusto out of yep. the water, but stats was blowing Lasanis out of the water on Saturday morning, like by 20 or 30 points. Yeah. Yep. He almost, he ended up almost winning by a hundred. So the final score was 171 future firm to 264 Jason stats. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty. Well, effing impressive. Yeah. I, and you know, you, you don't know how much influence that did have because clearly the, the surge in voting was in parallel to when Uncat got their overwhelming support. So it right. seems to me that Stats won the support of the Uncat posse army. I don't know what we're calling them, but the, the, the Uncat crew got behind a, a team and... Uh, uh, you you can see the well, results. Interesting note. Interesting thing to note here is, I always associate Uncat with stats because a couple years ago or whenever it was around early his his early newsletter days when he first started doing his newsletter, he introduced Uncat in the newsletter, saying what they do, and he had a, they had the picture of the cat or it was a little gif or an image. And that stuck to me. So every time I thought of Uncat, I thought of stats. I associated him with them. Oh, interesting. Um, and so, and I, I could I could probably dig up, he could probably dig up the email that he mentioned it, but it was a long time ago. So that's how I knew of Uncat was from him. 
So then I thought maybe like because of that, maybe he's they've known of, of him and maybe their users have known of him or maybe a lot of their users came from there. that email. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe he brought a lot, them a ton of users just from announcing what they do and talking about it a lot. I think he actually did an ad for them or they sponsored his newsletter or something, some, something along those lines. Um, but whatever it was, I associated them together. So when you told me, you said the uncat posse probably carried stats across the finish line with them. I realized, too, that you made it where everybody that voted had to vote for both matchups this time. Right. Right. Yeah, I mean, so, they didn't necessarily have to, but what I did is I ram- randomized which matchup came first. Ooh. Um, so so it was kind of a, a potluck if you got the matchup of your desired voting. So It does look like most people voted for both because of the total votes. Yeah, they're um, very close. Interestingly, though, like Uncat usually had the most total votes. Like the Uncat Ignition matchup had more votes than anybody else because right. Ignition probably would have beat anybody going up against anybody in the uh, education bracket. Yep. So the education bracket was always lacking because it was always heavily weighted toward the application bracket or the money bracket yep. or whatever like fun application bracket there was. This time, the education bracket got more votes altogether. Yeah, well, and I mean, I think that's part of this being a first year. Like, we've learned a lot, and, you know, I, I think there's there's things that we'll iterate on, um, which kind of brings us to maybe a little bit of the format of our championship voting, which mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. about to be released. So, um, you know, one of the things that, that we would love is feedback on, you know, how – how you've enjoyed it, how much, you know, you, what else we could do to improve it and these types of things. So what we are doing is including a survey and that survey will help to increase your odds to win that trip to Hawaii. So we've been quiet about the trip and I, purposefully have been quiet about it because I wanted this to kind of carry the weight on its own. And I wanted the tournament to be the center of the attention of people voting and not just because they can win a trip, but nobody forget there's a trip to Hawaii on the line here and we're going to be giving that away next live show. So as we, as we get closer to the championship, I don't know if we're going to do the live show on Sunday at four 30, but we're going to have to announce who's going to be on it and when we're going to do it. Because that's going to be the event. And I think what I want to do is also do some kind of incentive for if somebody's watching live and we pick their number, there's like another prize that we would give away mm. only if they're watching live. And if they don't catch the live show, then oops, they missed out on the $1,000 cash prize or something. Um, I'm thinking I'm, I'm, I'm uh, thinking that through. So haven't announced that yet, but we're, we're, the survey itself is going to be worth an extra bonus round of raffle tickets. Bo- 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 yeah. Bonus, big bonus, big because bonus. even if when you're in the survey, there's more bonus if you expand on some of your answers. Because yep. we need this feedback loop to make this tournament better next year. Um, we, you know, we we did, we, um, we surprised ourselves with the tournament in some ways. <laughs> like the, the, a lot of this was a big experiment. We're learning as we go. And, we want to iterate on it. We want to make it better next year, but we had one shot to do it this year. And this was, this was, we gave it our all. 
So if there's things you didn't like about it, let us know because we can improve next year. Yeah. If there's things you did like it, tell us too. Yeah. I well, and that, and I mean, give us all ranges of the feedback. I mean, we we had a, a great email exchange with from one of the accounting high students uh, last week. You know, where she mm-hmm. she said it's the the coolest nerdiest thing she's ever done. Um, so it's, it's I love that feedback. It really is. I love the positive feedback. Honestly, I could do without the negative feedback, but we need it so we can improve. But man, when people come to us and say, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Like I, I, I've been getting so much like, um, compliments about this. And every time I talk to somebody, this is like one of the first things that come up and they're like, like, you know, they, they're basically saying what you said when we came up with the idea, like how come nobody's done this? Right. How come this hasn't been done yet? Yep. So yep. we put our flag up. We're running the tournament every year. We want to make it better. We got applications and education. Now, Kenji always said, it's going to be weird when a person goes up against an app, but we're going to see that. So how are we going to do voting for this championship round? How many days? Oh, oh, um, I mean, I guess that really comes down to when you're going to schedule the results show. Um, but Well, we're recording it now. I'm going to release it today. I will, for listeners only, I'm going to release this today. And then tomorrow I'll post, post the results online. And then we'll open up voting tomorrow, Yeah, let's say. Let's do it. So that's Wednesday. So we'll have Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And what I'll do is Friday I'll post the halftime score maybe nice going into it it's a busy week for the tax preparers i know that they've got taxes to file i know taxes are due on monday so maybe we can have the live show on tuesday to do the results maybe we can keep voting open all weekend and we can do tuesday live show something like that yeah maybe we'll try to get i can try to get stats and lasanas on i wanted to have an episode with the two of them i wanted to do this with them um, this way, we wouldn't show any bias toward who was going to win, but couldn't couldn't get it together. Holiday weekend, it was tough. Um, but or we could do something with Uncat and Stats, maybe an Uncat Stats episode. That would be dope too, because they're the two in the championship. Yep. Um, for the winner of this, so now that we have two people potentially, now we have two. Pe- we narrowed it down to two. The winner of this has got to get something too, and I've been teasing that the winner will get a wrap. Um, an uncat rap would be dope or i could rap this whole tournament as like i could talk about the whole tournament in a rap and that's the uh that's the rap is like the documentary or that wraps up the documentary mm. as a rap because it's just uncat and stats rhymes like there's a there's the syllable is the same there so the, the uncat rap stats rap like that's i could just do a rap for the championship i don't know i've got a lot of ideas there and i'm one thing at a time. I just finished another rap that I'm going to tease at the end of this. Um, nice. I, got, I just finished the verses for the live flow rap. So I'm going to turn off my camera, tease those verses, and then we'll wrap this up. No pun intended again. <laughs> um, but I don't know. A rap for the winner, maybe probably we'll do so. You know what we should do? We should probably have the winner be a subscriber for a certain amount of time for no charge and then we could we basically would have them be like a um a, on the booster club 
for free. Right. If that's of value to them, right? If that's something that they would want. Um, I think that's that's probably like uh, a good prize for the winner every year too. Because then it's like, you know, there's some value there. We got some people paying and then the winner of this gets the prize of like a booster for a little while would boost them and they boost us because they obviously helped fuel this whole tournament too. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking, um, we'll, we'll announce that that week too, or that show. So stay tuned. If you have any ideas, you can message me if you're listening to this. Um, I think that would be cool. So anything else on this? I mean, what? Nah, man. Let, let's uh, let's get into the wrap. We'll we'll launch voting. Um, oh yeah, I guess we should mention we'll we'll launch voting uh, Wednesday, the twelfth, and uh, you know get in there and get your votes. Let, let's let's have a real race. Let let's not um, leave it to um, you know one one group of people who are getting together. The more more organic votes we have the the fair this race is going to be so let's go more organic the fair it's going to be all right so without further ado i've been working on the live flow talk speaking of boosters i think your camera went off too mine just went off because i get to connect this um speaking of boosters live flow is is one of our gold boosters here and included in that is a rap so I just finished the verses for the live flow rap. I'll play them right now. You ready? I don't hear your seat Let's now. Go. What happened? Let's go. Yeah, I, j- I dropped off, but I'm here. You hear this? Yeah, it's kind of quiet. Chloe strength sheets out of day creating daily time. That's better. Nice. Better. Yep, yep. Work flow with out of date, creating daily time constraints in case you misplace data, chasing clients as they run away. It's safe to say it only takes a few minutes to copy-paste. When you finish, you wasted days as you delicately navigate. You comb through and hope cells don't break and make sure no mistakes were made. Ain't up to date, you changed the date, but now you're in the wrong decade. So LiveFlow came to save the day, upgrade old ways and change the game. The time you save created space to double your entire client base. No trouble raising your compliance rates, eliminate migraine headaches. They integrate with live updates, so no more copy, no more paste. The data you consolidate stays up to date when not awake. Explain a way to take the same template you made the other day. Just duplicate, don't recreate. They paved the way to plug and play. They elevate amazing ways as they upgrade and iterate. A no-brainer favorite greatest new cloud-based tool to automate. To give a grade, I give an A and jobs would say insanely great. So, I gotta work on the mix. I got the volumes not right, but that's the uh, that's the first verse. I like it. I like it. It's smooth. Here's the next one.
Live accurate and efficient, dynamic finance model it. Strategic with your guidance, you'll transform all your compliance in. And pull reports, the match index, a formula on top of it. Immaculate, you'll drill down to that brand new flash report template. Whoever having problems with inaccurate reports you built, just holler at the LiveFlow team and autopilot all of it. Capacity constraint, blame it on trouble. Find a new talent, consolidate your PNLs for an ultimate report package. Turn static figures seamlessly into interactive narratives. Piece together numbers so easy for your client centric. Create custom dashboards, never pull that month-end report again. Reduce repetitive basic tasks with this super dope technology. Free templates in their library to modify and meet your needs. Unlock workflows, do more with less, and you'll increase capacity. Tutorials, YouTube, how choose to use the core product. Import all your QBO reports to Google Sheets fantastically. Demos. Demo it. version. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tweak a little bit of it. This, the verses aren't quite done yet, but they're the flow is down at least. Yeah. There are a couple parts that I want to tweak, but I got I also got the hook written, and I got uh, my daughter is gonna do the demo version of it, and I'm gonna have Keila Hill Trawick record a version of it. And she's been practicing. I sent oh, her that's awesome. what I the verse sounds like. She sent me a voice memo of it this morning. She's practicing. This is out of her comfort zone, but she, and I, but she sounds great. Like just her practicing it, it sounds awesome. Oh, I can't wait. So, can't wait. This is this one's gonna be dope. Um, I this is an iconic song. This is a song that everybody knows. So I got to do it some justice. Um, I don't want it to be too cheesy or too corny of a parody. Like I want it to actually still be like listenable too. So, this is a tough one. Uh, but uh it's yeah gonna be great, gonna be great. the live flow wrap yeah nice. all right homie appreciate hey, you bro. we'll uh we'll keep this train going of a tournament and i'm gonna I'm um post this episode up and tell people if you want to hear the results gonna have to listen let's go let's all right, appreciate you